So it's November 29th, of course, today, the date we've all been waiting for, D-Day for the announcement of the new traffic light system in terms of, you know, what colour light each region will be going into. So how are we all likely to deal with this new regime? Well, sociology professor uh, Paul Spoonley joins us now. Morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Kate. How do you expect people to react to this new traffic light framework? Because here in Auckland, for example, it means more freedom, but in other regions it could actually mean more restrictions. It could indeed. And I think we've got to work that one out. I'm not sure that people fully understand it. But, um, Kate, I think the the greater anxiety at this point is is Auckland's border opening. I think that the what we're trying to do is edge towards getting back to some sort of economic normality. But in fact, the social impacts of all of this and the ongoing anxiety is causing people to be very anxious about a lot of things. And so the, the, the traffic light system is one thing. I think border openings, Auckland's border openings, is going to be the other biggie on the horizon. This new system, though, means also, yes. of course, different rights and rules for the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. I mean, how's that going to go down? What kind of toll will this take on people, do you think? Because it is different to the alert level system. And also, I guess, with uh, as opposed to the alert level system, which we knew was temporary, we don't know how long yep. this traffic light thing's in for, right? No, we don't, no. And, of course, your, your previous uh, correspondent, I mean, we've, we've just got a new variant, so suddenly the game's changed again. So when we thought we were getting to the end of it and moving back to something like normality, for example, our borders are going to possibly be locked down even longer. So the Omicron variety, I, I'm part of an international group, Kate, and what we've been trying to work out is how we get back to travel, mobility, migration again. And, and I was on a call last week and already the European countries, because of the surge in COVID and hospitalisations, were going to impose, reimpose uh, lockdowns. So it, it, it's, one of those, it's one of those cycles that when you think you're just seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, bang, there's another big um, buggy that comes along and, and, and gets you. It's depressing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, like, it's like whack-a-mole. It's so depressing. So do you reckon, given all that, Paul, uh, do you reckon yeah. we're not going to see our borders ease like we think we're going to uh, no, next year? No. Right. No, 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 no. no. Um, as I understand it, Omicron's already in Australia. Mm. So we opened our borders with Australia. Bang, we got Delta. Do we want Omicron? Probably not. So what are we going to do? We're probably going to have to have those tight border restrictions again. And I just heard the. I just said, I know, I know. I was just planning, but anyway, um, I just heard. I just heard the report about the the guys that landed at was it Schiphol Airport, mm. and and so everybody's in panic mode at this stage. And so you, you're just gonna um, sort of social anxiety was beginning to ease, and bang, it's just come back oh, again. I know. So this is grist to the mill too, isn't it? For the for the for the government arguing MIQ and closed borders. Yeah, I mean. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah, and 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 look at those look at those conservative and small um, those those governments in Europe which have believed in small government who who keep now being acting like big governments and so you know, even the even the um, countries like the UK and Boris is already beginning to talk about what's going to happen Denmark which was the poster child for you know coming exactly. out of lockdown and what are they doing mm. they're going back in so coming back to your question which I've just remembered. No, I think what we're doing is setting a, setting a, setting a very clear marker between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And so for most of us who are vaccinated, you know, we're going to be doing what Europe's been doing for some time. 
which is that you just show your passport, your, your um, certificate, and bang, you get access. Um, but the unvaccinated, I expect them to um, to hunker down and to really um, do what they've been doing, which is a protesting. But I think, you know, what else are they going to do is, going to, is, is my question. Yeah. And, and can I just give a, for example, Kate, I mean, if you think about it, some of these troops at anti-1080, if you think about it, when they were ignored by the government, when they were ignored by um, public opinion, they sort of ramped the ramped their um, their opposition up. And if you remember, they got a bit uh, yeah, they got a bit well, let's, violent. Let, let's violent, not so, go down yeah. that track, Carl. No, Paul. no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> Thank you very much for being with us. As depressing as it was, Professor Paul Spoonley, sociology professor.